Welcome back to Squared Sports Lane Frank Podcast. On those this podcast, Lane Frank, we're now in episode number 23. We're 23 episodes through, and there's a lot to get through in this episode. We're going to talk a lot about the NBA, MLB, college basketball, and a lot more. So stay tuned for episode number 23, Squared Sports Lane Frank. Stay tuned. How we always do with our headlines and starting off in the NBA. You know how I've been saying for a while how the Celtics are the second best team in the NBA? Yeah, no, no, no. They're 13-13 right now. They're nowhere near the second best team in the NBA. Nowhere near the top five, maybe even. So, Celtics, they've been doing terrible as of late. Terrible. They lost to the Pistons. They've lost to a couple other teams. Jason Tam has not been playing well at all. Same with Jalen Brown, Kemba Walker. They have not been executing. They've not been playing well. Marcus Smart has been out of the lineup. He's been injured. But Celtics this year have just, they have not exceeded my expectations. They have not even come close to it. They are around an average team right now. And the Nets, they are absolutely amazing. You might say the Nets are amazing. Yeah, the Nets are amazing right now, in my opinion. Because Kevin Durant, he was uh, the whole COVID thing with him. James Harden and Kyrie, they've been able to play with each other. You know, that boosts up the chemistry for them. And then mix KD in there. And he comes back, that'll be amazing. This Nets team might just be the best team in the NBA. Anthony Davis, you know, he has his big injury, which is really, really bad for the Lakers. It's They're lucky it's not a torn Achilles. He's going to be off for a little while, though. But the Nets are on fire. They beat the Warriors. They did lose to the Pistons, but got a couple hard games this week. They play the Lakers on Thursday, and they play the Clippers on Sunday. Those would be two good games to watch. But in my opinion, the Nets are on fire right now. The Jazz. You know, I've been, you know, I haven't really been so high on the Jazz, but now I am. Jazz, they've won 18-19. They're on fire right now. They're blowing opponents out. They're playing amazing. They beat the Sixers. They're blowing out teams left and right. They're playing amazing. Dov Mitchell is playing well. Rudy Gobert even is playing well. This Jazz team is playing amazing this year. Ben Simmons, you know, he's having a really good year this year. He had 42 against the Jazz, and then He's been, he's been a more confident player. He's more confident in himself. He said that he was the best defense player in the NBA. You used to never hear him say stuff like that. You used to never hear him say, oh, like, uh, yeah, I think I'm the best at this. Now, you got to work on that jumper. And, you know, and if he can play well with Joel Embiid in the lineup, because his 42 points were without Joel Embiid in the lineup. But Ben Simmons has just been on fire as of late. And so have the Sixers. Besides that loss to the Jazz, they have been playing well. Ben Simmons, this season, this might be his best season ever of his career. What a season he's having. He's been a lot more confident this season. Let's move over to the MLB. Justin Turner has re-signed with the Dodgers, as expected. I maybe thought he was going to go to the Brewers. Some rumors about the Mets. I didn't think that was going to happen. Obviously, not the Blue Jays. They've got Vladimir Guerrero, but a little bit swirling around there. But Justin Turner has re-signed with the Dodgers. And if the Dodgers go back-to-back this year, that would just be amazing. I really hope my Mets win the World Series this year. But it might just be the Dodgers there bringing back a lot of their star players. James Paxton has signed with the Mariners. I thought he was 100% Blue Jays, and then he goes back to the Mariners. Because he was on the Mariners a couple seasons ago. Remember, he got traded to the Yankees. But then he, ah, when he hit free agency this year, he said, you know what? Let's go back to Seattle. Let's go back to the Mariners. Mariners not on top of their game. It was late. But he's going back to the Mariners. And James Paxton, good pitcher. Maybe he has another great season. With the Mariners this season. Let's go over to college basketball. The last part of our headlines. Michigan is back. They had their first game in three weeks against Wisconsin. They were down by 12 at half. But they stormed back. And they won by eight. That was a coaching performance by Joel Howard. What a way to coach him to come back in that game. 
What a game by Isaiah Livers, Mike Smith. A lot of guys on that team. Chondi Brown hit 1,000 career points. My favorite team, the Michigan Wolverines, are back. Ranked number three team in the nation. But it's North Carolina. They lost to Virginia. Uh, I was thinking maybe if they beat Virginia, then you put them in the in the top 25. I don't think so. North Carolina, they're borderline NCAA tournament team. They're uh, maybe like a first, last four in or something, last four out. Something like that. North Carolina might not make the tournament this year. But like I said, how Virginia beat them. Virginia got absolutely stomped by Florida State. On Monday night, they lost by 31. Yeah, Florida State has been a really, really good team this year. But, and Virginia was ranked number nine. They won't be ranked number nine next week. They lost to Florida State. But college basketball, a lot of upsets this year. You win one, you win one week against a top five team, you lose the next to an unranked team. That's how college basketball is going this year. I mean, it's been a whirlwind. It's college basketball season. But that's about it for the headlines. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, top five. Today's top five is my top five teams in the NBA. Not based off record, so the Utah Jazz are the best record in the NBA. That doesn't necessarily mean they're the best team in the NBA, but they still might be number one on my board. Like, I mean, the Nets, they don't have the biggest, they don't have a top five record in the NBA, but does that mean they're not a top five team? I still think the Nets are a top five team. So let's jump into my top five teams in the NBA. Kicking it off with number one, the Utah Jazz. All right, I was really not thinking about putting Jazz at one, but then they get the last second. All right, you know, last thing you put the Lakers at one, I'm like, all right, Anthony Davis is going to be out for a while. Lakers are going to struggle a little bit. The Lakers, they're not the same team they were last year. They're still maybe the best team in the NBA, but I don't think that they're as dominant as they were last season. I think they were a little bit better last season. So that's why I'm going to put the Utah Jazz at number one, the best team in the NBA. Number two, the Los Angeles Lakers. Number two, all right. Maybe when AD comes back, we can switch that and make the Lakers number one. But right now, they're the second best team in the NBA. Number three, the Brooklyn Nets. You're saying the Brooklyn Nets are the third best team in the NBA? Yeah, the Brooklyn Nets are the third best team in the NBA, in my opinion. No debate about it, actually. Yeah. KD, Kyrie, Harden, all back in there? You know, they've been dealing with some injuries, Kyrie, KD, but with all them back, this may just be the best team in the NBA. I'm playing them at number three right now, but I'm not kidding. The Nets, they're a great team. They're going to make the finals this year. Third best team in the NBA. No debate about it. Number four, the Denver Nuggets. Their record's pretty similar to the Nets. Yeah, they're seventh in the Western Conference, and the Nets are third in the East. A little bit weird, but okay. You know, I really think the Nuggets, I think the Nuggets and the Jazz are neck and neck because remember last time we did top five teams in the NBA, last time I did it, I actually put the Nuggets above the Jazz, and then they played next week. And the Nuggets stomped them, blew them out by 30-plus. They're neck and neck, but Nuggets struggled a little bit as of late. They're the most on-and-off team in the NBA. I'm putting them at number four. Fourth best team in the NBA, the Denver Nuggets. Number five, the Philadelphia 76ers. This team may have a chance to make it to the finals. I'm not kidding there. They might. This is a good team. Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid. But Joel Embiid has to be playing a lot more. He's not playing that much more. Load management, injuries. You need to stay healthy for a deep playoff run. That's how the NBA works. Number five, the Philadelphia 76ers, the fifth best team in the NBA. Now, I just want to do two real, really quick honorable mentions. The Phoenix Suns, they have a great record this year. I think I said last episode that they would make the Western Conference Finals, and they might. They're a really good team this year. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, top of their game. 
They're one of my honorable mentions. Then I'm actually going to put the Los Angeles Clippers. Kawhi Leonard should be an MVP talks. He won't even be a candidate, but he's having a really good season, Kawhi Leonard. Same with Paul George. I mean, Tyron Blue, they've, he's maximized them really well. They're playing well this year, but uh, not top five team yet, in my opinion. They're another album mention. And I'm actually not going to put the Milwaukee Bucks as an album mention. I was thinking of doing it, but I'm not. Giannis, there's no way you guys are making the finals this year. There's absolutely no way without stacked. The Nets are without stacked. The Sixers are. How good the Celtics might be somewhere down the way. There's no way you guys are making the finals. You might not even make the Eastern Hearts finals. No, no, no. They're not one of my honorable mentions. Those are my top five teams in the NBA. Leave your top five teams in the NBA in the comments section. Now, MVP, LVP. MVP this week is, it's a team, the Utah Jazz. They have been on fire as of late. Remember earlier in the season when Shaq was roasting Don Mitchell? He was roasting Rudy Gobert. Yeah, Shaq. They're the best team in the NBA now. They have the best record. They have been on fire as of late, winning 18 out of their last 19. This team is on fire. They're easily the MVP this week. Easily. Now let's move to LVP. The Boston Celtics. Man, why did I ever say that they were the second best team in the NBA? They have just been horrendous as of late. Horrendous. They have been terrible. What is up with this team? Jason Tatum, you need to figure out whatever's going on. Jalen Brown, Brad Stevens, you need to figure out whatever's going on. Everybody on that team. They need to play a lot better. And I think they will, but this week, they're easily the LVP. Easily. No debate about it. Utah Jazz are my MVP, and... Boston Celtics are LVP this week. Leave your MVP in the comment section. Leave your LVP in the comment section. Still a lot more to come on episode number 23. Stay tuned. Now, as we all know, the NFL offseason has officially begun. So, the draft is right around the corner. So, let's do my NFL mock draft. Top five. So what I think top five picks in the NFL draft will be. So number one, Jacksonville Jaguars. The easy selection. The easiest choice of Urban Meyer's life. Taking Trevor Lawrence. He was at Trevor Lawrence's pro day. And he knew right there. He's taking Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence looked phenomenal as pro day. You know he has that injury. He's going to be out for a while, a couple months. But Trevor Lawrence. The best quarterback in this draft. The best player in this draft class. Maybe the best quarterback over the past couple years. He will go number one. To the Jacksonville Jaguars. Number two, Zach Wilson to the Jets. All right, maybe I was thinking thinking of a trade. Maybe the Jets trade with the Panthers. Jets trade with another team, the 49ers. They could trade this pick to the Colts or something. No, no, no. They're going to take their quarterback. Robert Sala knows what he wants. He wants a quarterback. He's going to run his defense, but he also needs a quarterback. Sam Darnold, just get him out of there, right? Sam Darnold's a good player, but he's not going to strive well. He's not going to do well in New York with the Jets. Just trade him, and then you take Zach Wilson, the number two overall pick, the BYU quarterback, the next Josh Allen. He is a huge arm, Zach Wilson. People don't think that too much of him. People don't know he's a huge cannon. And he also has he's insane scrambling. He's insane on the run, pretty well under pressure. The second best quarterback in this draft class, Zach Wilson, goes number two to the New York Jets. Number three, the first trade of my mock draft top five. I think the Miami Dolphins, you know, with Tua Tungvaluwa and everything, they're going to trade this pick. And no, it will not be for Deshaun Watson. It'll be to the Carolina Panthers. 
And the Carolina Panthers, with that pick, will take Justin Fields. You're going to have Teddy Bridgewater groom him for you. You're going to have a red tree, kind of like for Justin Fields. You're going to take Justin Fields at three. Dolphins get the Panthers' second-round pick this year. And they get their third-rounder next year. And they get another second-rounder just to move down five. And they get the number eight pick just to move down five spots. It's a good deal. I really like this deal. And I think the Panthers at number three take Justin Fields, and they have Teddy Bridgewater mentor him for one year, and then he's out of there. Justin Fields, in my opinion, isn't the third best quarterback in this draft class, but I have a feeling the Panthers are going to make this deal, and I think they're going to take Justin Fields with the number three overall pick. Number three overall pick, Justin Fields going to the Carolina Panthers. What a pick this would be. He might be a good player, Justin Fields, but eh. Number four, the Atlanta Falcons... You know, you got the top, you got three quarterbacks off the board. You only have Trey Lance and Mac Jones left, Kyle Trask. They panic, and they either trade down or they draft Trey Lance. I think that they draft Trey Lance. Maybe they take a defensive player, but what are the Atlanta Falcons ever picking this high? You need a quarterback. Matt Ryan's aging. Not a great player anymore. He's not Matty Ice, Super Bowl MVP, Matty Ice, Julio Jones, great connection. No, no, no. You're going to take Trey Lance with this pick. He might be the... Best quarterback in this draft class behind Trevor Lawrence. Never know. Number four, I think the Falcons take Trey Lance. Now the last pick, number five, the Cincinnati Bengals. I think they can get a wide receiver in the second round. You know, if I was an NFL GM, I would never, ever really want to take a wide receiver in the first round unless it was a talent like Devontae Smith or something. Because Devontae Smith actually is still on the board of my mock draft. But if I'm the Cincinnati Bengals, I don't want to take him. Because wide receivers, good, great wide receivers that you think of, sometimes they go past the first round. Stephon Diggs didn't go in the first round. He went like the fifth round or something. Chase Claypool last year didn't go in the first round. Justin Jefferson went really late in the first round. DeAndre Hopkins went really late in the first round. So maybe they trade down for a really late pick in the first round. But I think that they take offensive line here, protect Joe Burrow, and then you draft like Rashad Bateman or Terrace Marshall. Joe Burrow's former teammate in the second round as a wide receiver. So, create that connection. But you take Penny Sewell here, number five pick, protect Joe Burrow. So, in this draft class, you're going to get a lot of good pieces. But you got to take offensive line here. Maybe Rashawn Slayer, maybe some. Maybe you don't like Penny Sewell. Fine, take another offensive lineman. But with the number five pick, you better take offensive line. You better. Cincinnati, Zach Taylor, you better take offensive line. Protect Joe Burrow. Protect Joe Burrow, or else he'll become the next Carson Palmer and want right out of there. That's my NFL mock draft top five. Leave what you think the top five picks in the NFL draft will be this year in the comment section. That's mine. Now, February Madness, college basketball madness. We're going to be filling out March Madness brackets in less than a month. That's amazing to think about. And celebrated tournament this year. I don't think it'll get canceled. At least I hope not. But February Madness, let's hop into it. And I just want to start off with this. Creighton's the most underrated team in college basketball this year. I wanted to bring this up last episode, and then they beat Villanova last week. Creighton, Arkazarowski, their point guard. Hope I said that right. They're a great team this year. A really good team. <laughs> the most underrated team in college basketball. And I'm filling out my March Madness bracket. I may just have Creighton making the Final Four. That might. Creighton has been an exceptional team this year. Exceptional. I'm surprised they're not ranked higher. They beat Villanova. Statement win. I just want to start off with that. Creighton is easily the most underrated team in college basketball this year. No debate about it. Now, there's a lot of great college basketball games this week. 
You know, we always did college football showcase. And we always picked the games for the week. Well, there's a lot of great, a lot, I mean, a lot of great college basketball games this weekend. So let's hop in my picks. Oklahoma State, Baylor. Baylor, my pin, maybe the best team in college basketball, ranked number two right now. But Oklahoma State, Kate Cunningham, maybe the, maybe the number one pick in next year's NBA draft. They're going to lose this one. I'm going to take Baylor, 72-59. Give me Baylor over Oklahoma State. The second-ranked team in college basketball right now picks up another ranked win. West Virginia, Texas, ranked matchup. But Texas, a little bit of an overrated team in my opinion. I'm taking the upset. Derek Culver leads the West Virginia Mountaineers to another win. I know they lost to Oklahoma on Saturday. That was a close game. Went to double overtime. It was 91-90. This is a good team, West Virginia. And they're going to upset the Texas Longhorns. Now, last game. Michigan-Ohio State, number three versus number four. What a battle this game will be. This is going to be a great game. I'm excited. Michigan basketball versus Ohio State. My favorite team. It's Ohio State. Michigan Takes it home, wins this game, 65-60. to Go Blue, Michigan beats the number four-ranked team in the country. Michigan is the best team in college basketball, in my opinion. I'm sorry, Baylor. I've been saying for a while, Baylor's the best team in college basketball, and Gonzaga's the second-best team, Michigan's the third. No, no, no. No, no, no. Get rid of all of that. Michigan is the best team in college basketball this year. They have one loss in the season to Minnesota. Okay, I can explain. Eli Brooks, Michigan's starting point guard, was out that game. And then they had to play a lot of true freshmen, a lot of unexperienced players, inexperienced. It really didn't work out that game. It was just a bad game on the road. But that's their only loss in the season. Michigan is the best team in college basketball. I'm sorry, Baylor. I'm sorry, Gonzaga. I'm sorry, a bunch of other teams. No, no, no. Michigan is the best team in college basketball, and they will take it home on Sunday. They will beat the Ohio State Buckeyes 65-60. to And Michigan is the best team in college basketball, in my opinion. My favorite team takes it home. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Leave your picks in the comment section. Those are mine. Now, let's jump into our NBA rundown. But, I just want to start off with this. Like I started off creating last segment. I'm going to start off with this. The New York Knicks are on fire as of late. My favorite NBA team. Emmanuel quickly might win Rookie of the Year. Julius Randle dropped 44 points against the Atlanta Hawks. Obi Toppin, he's playing a little bit better. RJ Barrett's on fire. My New York Knicks are playing amazing right now. They're close to the four seed in the Eastern Conference. This is a good team. They're going to make the playoffs. Derek, they made that trade for Derrick Rose. Now next thing you have to do is just make a trade for like DeMar DeRozan or Bradley Beal, and I'll be happy. That might not happen, but I hope they get either one of those guys, at least in the offseason, or maybe even before the trade deadline. At least I hope so, but I just wanted to start off with that. Even with the injury to Mitchell Robinson, this New York Knicks team has been absolutely on fire as of late. Now, let's move to the other New York team, the Brooklyn Nets. Like I said in the headlines, the Brooklyn Nets are going to be insane when Kevin Durant comes back because now Kyrie and Harden, they've built chemistry. They're playing well together, kind of, Kyrie and Harden. And then mix KD in there, this like might be the best team in the NBA. They might be. I like the Brooklyn Nets. They might win the finals this year. They might over the Los Angeles Lakers, over the Utah Jazz, or the Los Angeles Clippers, whoever it might be. They're going to make the finals in the Nets. If you don't think the Nets are going to make the finals, you can just swipe off this episode right now. 
Brooklyn Nets. They're going to be one of the best teams in the NBA when KD comes back, when Kyrie comes back, when Harden comes back, when they all play together for a long period of time. They're going to be easily the best team in the NBA. And then they play the Lakers on Thursday. They play the Clippers on Sunday. I think they win both of those games if Kyrie Harden and KD are all in the lineup. This is a really, really good team, the Nets. Great team. They're going to make the finals this year. No debate about it. Let's talk about the Clippers, though, who they do play on Sunday. The Clippers, they're missing one thing, and that one thing is a great point guard. They have Reggie Jackson, Patrick Beverly, all right, Lou Williams. Those aren't true point guards. They aren't playmakers. Give Kawhi and Paul George a great point guard. Go after Russell Westbrook or Damian Lillard. You can't really get Damian Lillard. You gave up all. You have no draft picks, really, Clippers. But go after Russell Westbrook, at least. He's not worth much. Go after him. That would be awesome to see. Russell Westbrook at point. Paul George at shooting guard, Kawhi at small forward, and then you can put whoever at power forward and center. This team might also make the finals. Man, that would be an insane lineup. I think Westbrook will play well with them. He's not doing insane. He's not doing really well with the Wizards. Not a good fit. Just bring him to the Clippers. How amazing that would be. Do it, Tyron Blue. Do it, the Clippers. Bring Russell Westbrook to the Clippers. Have that lineup. How amazing that would be. Just how amazing that would be. Get a good point guard for Kawhi and Paul George. That would be amazing. But right before we end the NBA round, I want to touch on one more thing. Colin Sexton, he's having an amazing season. He's having a breakout season. He's having a great year. Remember right before the NBA season started and I did my NBA award predictions? And then I chose some breakout players. I think I chose two, Carl Towns, and guess who? Colin Sexton. I'm going to take credit. Colin Sexton has been on fire this season. He's been going off, and I predicted it. Colin Sexton has been amazing this year. Darius Garland. They're on a little bit of a losing game skid, the Cavs, but not Colin Sexton. He's been playing well. This team is a decent team, but they're going to be a great team in the future. A good team in the future. But Colin Sexton, I'm going to take. I'm going to soak it all in. I got that prediction right. What a season he's having, Colin Sexton. What a season he's having. That's about for the NBA rundown. Leave your thoughts in the comments section. Still more to come on Square Sports Lane Frank, episode number 23. Stay tuned. Now, I want to throw a hot take out there. The Pelicans need to blow up their team. They need to get a lot of players out there. Kind of like how the Cavs in 2018 had that huge trade deadline. They traded Isaiah Thomas. They traded Dwayne Wade. They got, like, Rodney Hood. They got Larry Nance. They got a couple other guys. The Pelicans need to make a lot of moves before the trade deadline. I mean, a lot of them. You're going to have to trade Lonzo Ball. He's playing a little bit better, but I think you still have to trade him. You're going to move Kyra Lewis into that rotation. I think Kyra Lewis, I watched him in his days at Alabama. He's like a De'Aaron Fox, in my opinion. He can be a De'Aaron Fox. He might be one of the fastest players in the NBA. He's a great player. He's a good player. So, trade Lonzo, you move him into the rotation. Then I also think you have to trade Eric Bledsoe, maybe. Get somebody like Andre Drummond, Blake Griffin, somebody. You know, they're how the Cavs are shopping Andre Drummond. And now the Pistons are shopping Blake Griffin. That could maybe work out. But they need to blow up this team. They need to also get rid of Steven Adams, in my opinion. Not Zion. You got, you're building blocks for Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram. You keep those two. Besides those two, there are no untouchables on this team. None. Zion and Brandon Ingram should be your only untouchables. You keep them two. But you got to pair Zion with a great big man. Get him with a Andre Drummond, Blake Griffin type. And then 
you're talking. You got Kyra Lewis at point guard for you. You can get a good shooting guard. Maybe you keep Eric Bledsoe. You trade J.J. Redick, I think. Then, you got Brandon Graham at small forward, Zion at power forward, and then you mix Andre Drummond or somebody in there at center, Blake Griffin. You got to blow up this team. If I'm David Griffin, their GM, that's what I got to do to make this team a playoff contender, a good team. That's what I think. They have to blow up this team to make Zion a great player. That's what they have to do. Those are the moves I think they have to make before the trade deadline. That's my hot take of the day. I think the Pelicans need to blow up this team. The only untouchables have to be Zion and Brandon Ingram. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Those are mine. Now, at the buzzer, we did this. We introduced this segment last episode. How I said Devontae Smith was the third best wide receiver in this draft class. That was a big hot take. But this week's at the buzzer. Right before we go, it's about Russell Wilson. A lot of people are saying, Russell Wilson, he's out of there. He might be out of there by the end of this offseason. Brandon Marshall's former teammate said he thinks he's going to get out of there in the most professional way possible. And I think so, too. I think Russell Wilson might be out of there. That's maybe at the top of my offseason wish list for him to get traded and for Deshaun Watson to get traded. Because I want to see Russell Wilson on a new team. I'm sick of seeing divisional round exits wildcard round exits every single year for the Seahawks. They got a new offensive coordinator. Maybe that new system works for Russell Wilson, but I think that he might be out of there. And here are some trade possibilities I like for him. Now, how I said last episode, the Cowboys. I'm actually going to move Cowboys to number two, who I want to see him on. I'm actually going to put the Bears at number one. How awesome that would be. Russell Wilson on the Chicago Bears in the cold weather, how it is in Seattle sometimes. That would be awesome to see him and the Chicago Bears with that great defense, with that old line. That would be amazing. Amazing. They've got a good running back, David Montgomery. They might have to trade him, but if they get Russell Wilson, but that would be a great fit. Russell Wilson, the Bears, then another team, the Jets. Eh, you, if I'm the Jets, I want a rookie quarterback over Russell Wilson right now. Then the Giants, my favorite team. There were a couple rumors. I think a couple years ago there was a rumor about Russell Wilson and the Giants playing signed that huge extension with the Seahawks. So that might be a possibility. Obviously the Cowboys, like I said last episode, the Dolphins. But I think they're pretty committed to it now. I'm pretty sure Deshaun Watson is almost a lock to either Denver, Carolina, the 49ers. I think those top three choices for him right now. I think Miami's out of it right now. But Russell Wilson, I think he's out of there. I think he wants out of Seattle. And I think he wants to get out of there in the most professional way possible. And I think these teams should be at the top of his destination list. I think he should want to go to the Bears. The Bears. What a fit without that would be like a just brought up. That should be the number one team on his list. That's about forgot the buzzer this week. That's another I'll take. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. That's about forgot the buzzer this week. <laughs> Now, question of the day. Today's question of the day is, where will Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin end up? I don't know why the Pistons don't want to play with Blake Griffin, and I don't know why the Cavs don't want to play Andre Drummond. Just let them play. Draymond Green said it. Just let them play. I mean, they would trade him, but let them play at least. But I think that Andre Drummond, I think he might actually end up in New Orleans Pelicans uniform or Toronto Raptors uniform. I actually brought this up on the School of Sports Instagram for all that. I did a whole thing on where I think Andre Drummond might end up. Maybe the Knicks, because Mitchell Robinson's out. Maybe the Nets, maybe the Lakers, maybe the Clippers. 
couple other teams. Raptors. I think those are the, I think the Raptors most likely choice right now. Where do you think Andre Drummond will end up? Where do you think Blake Griffin will end up? That's the question today. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. That's about for Squared Sports Land for episode 23. Thank you for tuning in. Follow Squared Sports on Instagram at Squared Sports. Follow Squared Sports on Twitter at Squared Sport. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review for the best sports content in the world. <laughs>